0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, August 12th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Moffitt confirmed $25 million in drought aid, Democrats $3.5 trillion mansion challenge, and food prices continue to rise. Moffitt confirmed to oversee APHIS and AMS. The Senate yesterday confirmed Jenny Lester Moffitt as Undersecretary for Marketing and Regulatory Programs at USDA, where she will oversee the Agricultural Marketing Service and the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. Moffitt has been serving as CDFA Undersecretary, the number two role. She is also an organic walnut farmer and has worked at American Farmland Trust and the Central Valley Water Board. Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, and ranking member John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, welcomed her confirmation, which occurred on a voice vote. Stabenow said Moffitt, quote, brings a wealth of experience and a unique perspective as both a farmer and a policymaker adding that she looks forward to working with Moffitt to help our farm families and food businesses along the supply chain recover from the pandemic, tackle the climate crisis, keep pests and disease out of the U.S., and thrive well into the future. The confirmation drew praise from several CDFA officials as well. I am grateful to Jenny for her wise counsel these past seven years and for her friendship, said CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA to help California farmers access capital. U.S. Department of Agriculture's Farm Service Agency is holding a series of workshops in the Central Valley to assist farmers with business resources. The initiative in partnership with CDFA is aimed at black and urban farmers who are underrepresented in USDA programs. The three workshops will share business insights and industry trade advice in a lead-up to the Black Farmer Conference with Urban Farmers in October. You can learn more and RSVP at USDA FSA. State aid helps communities losing drinking water. The Department of Water Resources, the DWR, is allocating $25 million to 10 projects to shore up drinking water supplies during the drought. The projects are primarily in Kern, Lake Shasta, and Tulare counties. The climate-induced drought is challenging Californians on several fronts, including small community water systems, said DWR Director Carla Nemeth. The money comes from a $200 million pot to support small communities in coordination with the state water board. Another $200 million for multi-benefit drought relief projects and $100 million for urban projects will be released this fall. GOP amendments reveal Democrats' differences on energy policy. Senate Republicans used the debate on a $3.5 trillion budget framework to force votes on energy and environmental issues that exposed some potential fractures among Democrats under a process known as votorama that lasted into early Wednesday morning. Republicans were able to offer a long series of non-binding amendments relating to issues that could be part of the massive spending package that Democrats will be developing over the next few weeks. All 50 Senate Democrats will have to hang together to pass the spending bill through the budget reconciliation process so any rifts could be fatal to the measure. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Schumer eyes September 15th for reconciliation. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer is making it clear he wants the Senate to finish its $3.5 trillion reconciliation package by September 15th. We've got a chance, a good, decent chance of passing the bill, he told reporters yesterday. But shortly after the Senate overcame the first hurdle in the reconciliation process by passing a budget resolution early yesterday, Senator Joe Manchin, a West Virginia Democrat, issued a strongly worded statement laying out his reservations about the spending plan. I have serious concerns about the grave consequences facing West Virginians and every American family if Congress decides to spend another $3.5 trillion, he said. And he continued... Given the current state of the economic recovery, it is simply irresponsible to continue spending at levels more suited to respond to a Great Depression or Great Recession, not an economy that is on the verge of overheating. As we've reported, Democrats on the Senate Ag Committee have already been meeting among themselves to decide how to spend their portion of the bill. Keep in mind... Schumer can't afford to lose a single Democratic vote in the 50-50 Senate, and Democrats hold a razor-thin 220 to 212 margin in the House. Grocery prices up again in July. Supermarket prices rose 7 tenths percent in July, although inflation may be easing across the broader economy. That according to the latest Consumer Price Index. Grocery prices up 2.6% over the past 12 months. Prices for meat, poultry, fish, and eggs rose 1.5% in July, which followed a 2.5% increase in June. Prices for cereals and bakery products were up 1.2% last month after declining in June. Fruits and vegetables were the only major food group to see a price decline in July. The overall CPI ticked up a half percent last month after rising nine tenths percent in June. Rent increases lag sharp rise in land values. Sharp increases in cropland values have so far not translated into higher cash rents for farmers nationwide. An American Farm Bureau Federation economist says in assessing usda's latest report on land values. Based on a survey conducted in June, the National Agriculture Statistics Service found cash rents were up an average of 1.4 percent to $141 an acre. From 2020, despite a jump in cropland values of 8 percent to $4,420 an acre, the largest increase since 2013. Farm Bureau economist Michael Nephew suggested rents would rise later He said this tends to be more of a lagging indicator and likely will be reflected in future negotiations that producers have with their landlords, he writes. Here's today's He Said It. If I hear about space lasers as the cause of California's wildfires one more time, I think I'm going to lose it. That UCLA climate scientist, Daniel Swain. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, August 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.